Oh my God. I am so tired. You're very tie tie. I'm pretty tie tie. Do you, when you fly from Madison, Wisconsin to Burbank, uh, California, do you take more than two planes? Do it was, uh, both times we connected in Dallas. Okay. That's, uh, that's not bad. And that's in the right direction. It's in the right direction, but, uh, I have no, I have no leverage on American. So I'm sitting, I'm like in row 28 in the window seat with my knees and my ears. And uh, oh, yeah. I can barely, not walk. even, not even an exit row. No, no, no. I mean, they're like 50 bucks now, you know, oh, shit. ridiculous. I, you right. know, I, I know you are in first class with Delta at least half the time. So you don't know what it's really like. <laughs> I was in first class this entire trip because. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I was bringing Andy and I could use a companion pass. Oh, so I spent all of the money that I would have spent on our tickets on one ticket. And then, and then, um, yeah. And then we stayed at the Fister, which is a super fancy hotel. Really very yeah. beautiful. And I did the laughing tap. You posted that awesome picture. You're like, not to, not to green room shame, but the oh. green room <laughs> at the comedy on state. Yeah. Well, we were okay. So we were both in Wisconsin this weekend, which is so crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at comedy on state in Madison and mm-hmm. it's incredible. Uh, it's a beautiful, they just remodeled it. Apparently it, it all looks brand spanking new. Right. And, uh, so the room's great. Showroom's great. There's a green room upstairs that you take an elevator to an elevator. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, usually you're like going through the kitchen and through, uh, stepping on mops. Right. And, uh, it's like a full loft. It's, it's just, yeah. there's like a pool table and there's, uh, you know, video con there's consoles. I don't really do that stuff, but I, but the younger comics were enjoying themselves. Um, Wait, yeah, there's, there's, there- well, there's a big TV that you can do um, that you could watch a show, right? There's a massage chair. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot happening. It's really yeah. it's very relaxing to head back up there. But you can also monitor the show on the gigantic uh, television. Yeah, you got a, uh, and that was your first time there, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And awesome. Really fun shows. Very fun crowds. Um, there was one night where uh, I guess a guy, I didn't know this, but he had been really obnoxious earlier in the show, like I guess maybe in the back of the room. And they multiple times had told him to leave, tried to tell him to, you know, they tried to get him out without actually yeah. physically throwing somebody out. Mm-hmm. So he comes sauntering up to me, great set. And of course, to me, I'm like, hey, this guy's great taste in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about. And, uh, but I didn't know he was a problem. And Eve, who's one of the owners, jumps like, does a Secret Service dive in front of me to protect me from this guy. And she and Amos and I think uh, some other, other people there were just like, moved him away and everyone was like oh, i'm so sorry like i was like was that <laughs> was that the guy that guy was, was trouble that? Huh? but I, but 
But as soon as I saw the level of seriousness, you know, I was like, oh, okay, this is a problem I don't know about. So I'll just, I'll just hang out here. Oh yeah. Uh, That was pretty cool. Um, And yeah, and Skylar Higley, uh, who was a Conan writer, he, he's so funny. He, he got hired after COVID started. So it was always the intention that, you know, when COVID, when everything was done in a couple of weeks, (laughs) (laughs) uh, he would move to LA and be part of the team, just like everybody. And of course he never got that chance. He was always on zoom and he missed out on, you know, all the in-person stuff, all the, and, and he lives the, in Wisconsin. All the jokes or? we have about various people. Right, uh, right. But he's really funny comic, so he featured. Um, and so it was kind of like a, a one-two Conan punch at the... Oh, at, uh, nice. Comic State. Yeah, it was cool. That is awesome. I, um, I did the Laughing Tap in... Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in in some it's called Walker's Point, I think, or I thought it was the third ward. Milwaukee's changed a lot. I barely knew it to begin with. I'm from a little town outside of Milwaukee. So uh-huh. my parents would get a nosebleed if they had to drive into the city. <laughs> and uh so there's no there's there's no cool, you know, um, you know, chance to to really get to know um d- Oh, so what are you doing? You're clearly up and trying are, to pretend like you are interested <laughs> in your conversation about Milwaukee. You're clearly you're doing clearly something doing else. something while I'm trying to pretend I'm I'm actually on air. Yeah, I can Hi, see. Why you. don't I? Yes, I know. There's a camera pointed right at me. I'm so <laughs> fucking. It was I was trying to uh, make sure I knew the right name of this person that I was going to tell you about after this story. It's oh, great. okay. Getting, we got we got an hour to fill. Just you don't have to time. rush yourself. You know, yeah. just relax a little. It Jackie. was nice. So we fly in Thursday night. I don't have yeah. a show till Friday. But we get there late. We drive through Milwaukee, downtown Milwaukee, dead, D-E-D. Holy smokes, there's one car. And um, so, but it's all tricked out. Like they've, all the lights are on everything and there are these beautiful, it was so Christmassy and so awesome. Yeah. And then, and so we go to the Fister, we uh, crash. And then the next day, we go to this place. I mean, this is just this is more holiday stuff than than stand up stuff for a second. Right. But on Friday, I I wanted us to have the big family dinner at this sort of goony supper club. It's which is uh, a fancy way of saying there's a bar and then there's a restaurant. Right. And uh, <laughs> which is the Wisconsin. Hey, there's a restaurant in this bar. And okay. uh, so but I had never been to it two years ago. I was, I was there around Christmas and we went and the place it, it it's like the state fair threw up and then Santa threw up it's like <laughs> the way it's decorated. It's yes. got, you know, those mirrors that you can win at the fair that have Budweiser and Miller and ACDC on them or yeah. playing basketball, yeah. whatever. They're all over the walls and ceiling and there's all this tchotchke crap, right? Uh-huh. That is it's a layer of, of nonsense. And then over it is now Santa stuff, just a, a million pounds of tinsel. Uh-huh. And so it was the most tinsel that I've ever seen. It was outstanding. And I wanted to have I wanted to have lunch there with the whole family. But um, it really wasn't big enough for 14 people. So wow. uh, so I was like. 
Sue, who, my sister-in-law and my nephews, I wanted to show it to Andy for sure. So I said, hey, do you guys, and Sue and the boys were the ones that had gone the first time. I said, do you guys want to meet me for lunch? And so Sue's like, yeah, we'll totally meet. And then my dad's like, well, I'll go to lunch. I'll always go to lunch. And uh, and then my brother Phil's like, we'll leave early. We'll come to Herb's Mug. And that's what it's called. It's called Herb's Mug. And it's in Oak Creek. And it's dumb and awesome. And the food is actually pretty good. And it was a nickel because it's Milwaukee and everything is free. Um, <laughs> that's it. Including um, the injustice. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So we did that. And then, um, and then I had two shows on Friday night. Second show, I got a weird headache. Oh. Did not sleep well all Saturday. Total headache. I was like, I've got the breakthrough. It's Shit. everywhere in New York. I've got the breakthrough. I've been, a, yeah. I do not have the breakthrough. Thank I God. had a terrible headache. Like I haven't had, I rarely get headaches. I am, uh, this is peasant stock. It just doesn't, when it dies, it's just going to fall over. Like, <laughs> I, I will be plowing a field. Where, and, uh, yeah. Where uh, the audiences at the Comedy on State were putting their masks back on after they had finished a sip. You know what I mean? Like they were kind right. of on and off, on and off. Were they doing that there as well? Almost no masks. Oh, at Laughing Tap. They were, on the other hand, uh, making sure everybody was vaccinated okay, or had a negative test and they were checking it. And Greg told me the guy owns it. He was like, so I had a guy last night. He's like, show me where it says I have to be vaccinated. Oh, God. And Greg says, give me your phone. He's like, here it is on the ticket. And then he backs up to the website. Here it is on the website. And then he turns around and says, here it is on the door. That you just walked through. And he's like, you're not getting your money back. Go away. Ah, and uh, I was yeah. like, it was, I, I felt like he was channeling Jared. It was nice. <laughs> and uh, so it was, the crowds were a little light. Um, it's in a weird little area. The one good thing I would say I did crowd wise for that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the MC was like, how many people have been here before? How many people haven't been here before? And three fourths of the people. So I brought a lot of new people. Hey, cool. Yeah. And Winter Spears featured for me. Oh, fun. Nice. And that was super fun. And uh, a young man named Kenyon, a Chicago comic, uh, came up and emceed. And uh, yeah, it was super fun. I sold a bunch of merch. Andy got dragged around by my family. My family's like, uh, Sue said, did Phil take Andy out to dinner? He can't hog Andy. And I was like, <laughs> I know, I know. Everyone likes Andy better than <laughs> I know that's that, that's what you want in a in a in a marriage is uh, <laughs> that's what you want to bring uh, too fun. But then and then last night we all went to the earliest dinner in the world mm -hmm. um, at what is called the Wisconsin Club, mm -hmm. and it's essentially it's General Billy Mitchell's old house. It's like this weird, beautiful mansiony thing that's on Wisconsin yeah. Avenue that is now a club, and because it's Wisconsin. It's beautifully decorated and it's a beautiful building, but there's nine giant screen TVs. Like it's a, like it's a sports bar. Right. right, like, right. There might be some news about the Packers. Somebody has to give a shit. And uh, so <laughs> where are you going? Oh, I was just going to make notes on things that I wanted to bring up that you reminded me of. <laughs> uh, Which is I, what I just got my chops busted for. No, you were no. specifically reading. I'm, I'm listening I wrote a thing. I, 
That's you different. are telling a story while not paying attention to your own story. Yes. <laughs> you while not listening insisted on also talking and being the main focus. Okay, I feel ganged up on. I feel I feel some there's been some attacking here. Anyway, so but I'm doing comedy on state at the end of next month. And what I was writing down is the name of the woman, Rachel Mazuzak. Is that right? Oh, Rachel Mack. Rachel Mack, but her full, yeah. Oh, she just go by Rachel Mack? Yeah. That's I why. Rachel I know Rachel Mack, son of a bitch. No, Rachel well, Mack. She, I know, but she emailed know, me from I, her full name, and I was like, I got, I got that email too, and I was like, who? And then I watched, as soon as she walked out on her spade set, I'm like, oh, Rachel Mack. Okay. David Spade said, right. Yeah. Um, I didn't even watch it. I literally just went to the text and said, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> Guess what? My dog is covered in some sort of. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm a hit pause. We're back. Okay. Okay. Uh, he was. Uh, you missed my joke. He was covered in thorns, and I said, "Save it for Easter, buddy." Anyway, so uh, <laughs> that's a Jesus joke. Uh, I got but, it. I was raised Catholic. <laughs> I know what you meant. Oh my God! Nobody has more thorns on that guy than the Catholics. You guys will, <laughs> you guys will, you guys will thorn up a guy. Um, um, so yeah, so, so she's going to feature for me at the end of uh, January at Comedy on Stage. Nice. Lots that's of people awesome. are excited to see you. They told me, and then oh, that's some, cool. Oh, I think I think Bree, who works there, said her oh, yeah. her aunt Terry was going to come <laughs> to my show, but she couldn't, so she's going to come to yours. <laughs> I'm telling you, good choice. Good. Well, I mean, at least you're coming to some of us, but it is funny that they're like, well, if I miss the one, I'll sort of get the other. I don't need to see both of them, do I? (laughs) Please come and see both of us. You will like it. And, uh, but I will say that, um, yeah, I had some friends uh, or some people that could be my friends. You ever run into people from high school and you're like, oh, you grew up okay. Look how you are. Yeah. 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 Look, you're now an adult human being that I could probably talk to. Right. Because uh, right, right. I'm an adult human being that can talk. So exactly. there's there's that. I uh, on the on Friday, I went to um, I got in at four thirty. Here's the thing. When I bought the ticket, it told me two thirty. And I was like, oh, this is sweet. But it, it gave me a. Uh, uh, Pacific Coast time and not Central time, so I got it close, pretty close to show time. You know, closer yeah, than too I too close. Too four thirty is a little bit late because there's no chill. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. And uh. But anyway, on uh, on Friday I went to there's like a there's like a a Wisconsin War Museum or Veterans Museum. I'm sorry, like right around the corner from the hotel. Okay. And, uh oh, bathtubs in the hotel. <clears throat> and, um. <throat> So I just wandered in, you know, because my dad would love that kind of stuff. And then then I realized, oh, my God, my great great grandfather fought in the Civil War. We have a picture of him. And I have like several like cousins, you know, five times removed that are obsessed with figuring out what division he's from. They're all male, by the way. Uh, and uh, so I, I just pulled up the picture from Ancestry and I showed it to the guy and he's like, ah, you know, he was he was also like a Civil War expert. You know, the, the Civil oh. War experts are. Oh, yeah. They know everything. He's like, you can tell by the count the buttons. This is the Zouab unit. I'm like, OK, great. Uh, <laughs> oh, you wait, you, wait, you're you're the the way back guy was in the Zouab unit. Yeah. From, uh, from New York or from. Yeah, Wisconsin? it had to be New York. The Wisconsin yeah, one. Yeah. 
Do you know what they are? Okay. I, I'd never yeah, even a little bit in the junior in junior high. I turns out was one of your cousins uh, uh, and I was completely uh, obsessed with the Civil War. Right. And um, one of my first fictional um, uh, crushes was on a guy who had been dead for at least 120 years. <laughs> that was in a photo. And uh, so uh, I wasn't good with live men or real men at all. So uh, good for me. But I, I had a crush on Bobby Sands, but he was dying. So he was alive. <laughs> but go ahead. Sorry. You know what you did? You anticipated those YA cancer romance novels. <laughs> um, my niece reads those. I was like, how can you? She's like, well, because their love is doomed. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Like all love, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but you, how do you know about zoobs? You just uh, studied that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was I was constantly reading about the different because there was a there was a Union POW camp, and there was a lot of talk about the zoobs, and then there was some other talk about them being in a unit with other like New York units, and they were like, "Why do they have such shiny outfits?" And they're like, "They're not outfits; they're uniforms." And we have a French ancestry that means something to us. And you're like, "Stop talking." Yeah, and, it's. it's- I guess it's because that's how Napoleon structured his army. And so at the time they were copying Napoleon. So Zoab is a French word. Even uh, though 1861 mm-hmm. is after Waterloo. Uh, no, because- they, co- <laughs> they, were, they copied this, the structure he left in place. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. But it's always, you always want to say, you'd be like, you beca- are you copying Hitler? You know, he lost. And, oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Okay, but, good point. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm supposed to send this guy pictures cause he, he's like on oh, my home computer, I have everything. So, uh, but it, you know, that's sort of, uh, interesting, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's super fun. Uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, that I, I got, uh, shows went I, well, merch go well, just went well, sold out of books. Um, I just brought dead people sucks. I probably could have cleaned up if I had sold shitty moms too, but, uh, I ran out, you know? Yeah. What, I, and part of me is like, yeah, I, you know, I'm tired well, of that. <laughs> right. Well, and I brought, um, I brought a lot of merch and yeah. the, the Milwaukee room isn't very big. It's, it only seats probably 120. Yeah. And, um, so super great. Uh, and they put a bunch of curtains up because it has this vaulted seat. It's in this very, this this neighborhood's awesome. It's being gentrified slowly around yeah. it. So, um, but it is, it has kind of a, a, a Brooklyn feel, but not anything in the last 20 years of Brooklyn. More like yeah. 1930 Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, you expect Steve Rogers to show up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know you. Yeah. Yes. I, Captain America. Oh, right. Okay. okay. So, all right. So, um, yeah, so, but I, I don't think I've, I've canceled my, the rest of New York, I think. I don't know what to do about New York. Yeah. Um, did you see that tweet? Who was it? The Levine machine. I, no. I, I don't know his real name, uh, but he tweeted. He said, Hey, if you were a New York comic and you didn't get COVID in the last week, you aren't doing enough sense. i paraphrase but that was the joke and it was such a great joke oh that's great um well i'm supposed to go fly back on uh christmas night and uh and that i'm I'm gonna do 
Burlington for New Year's Eve. So I, it was just, a, I'm on my way to Burlington. Oh, but right. Do I, now do I go there five days early or do I just hang out here where it might be safer for a little bit and then just go, um, you know, like maybe fly out the day before Burlington yeah. and then head up there. I don't, yeah, I don't know what, what to do. do. I'm, I am uh, going to call JetBlue and see what my options are. And then, um, you know, watch if, if everything's decimated, I mean, and they could close down New York city till, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, there I, might not be any sets to be had. Right. I don't, I, I'm a little worried about doing sets in New York right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, maybe I'll keep my ticket and fly out and just, uh, chill <laughs> and hide. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that, you know, and do some Zoom shows or something. Uh, Oh, yeah, we could do as a Sunday services. Why not? In January, I could do all kinds of I could bring that back. Yeah. 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 I mean, might as well. Anyway, it's uh, it's it's an ongoing situation of monitoring, mostly via Twitter of New York comics. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And they're they're, as reliable as anything right now as far as um, COVID infant info. I will say that I, um, so what I, cause what I was going to do is I was going to go on the 10th and stay to the 20th and then just go to Mark Ridley's comedy castle. Oh, right. And, and uh, uh, Detroit. Royal Oak Royal. Yeah. yeah. Outside of Detroit. So, cause I'm doing, I'm doing the comedy castle the weekend before I do comedy on state. Yeah. Right. Right. So right. back to back. So I was just going to sort of stay out. Sure. Which is going to be sad because, yeah. um, but I think, so now I think I might go, if we're still going to do, and we're going to play it by ear, right? You want to play the bell house by ear a little bit? Yeah. I mean, if a bell house is not closing down, then I don't know why we should. You right. Know? Right. We're all boosted and everything's good, but, and, and we're not nuts it's and our good. fans are good are smart. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I guess it's up to the venue, how they, how yeah. things are going, you know? Yeah. So I mean, they are checking vaccine cards in New York establishments and stuff like that, you know, but we'll have to see how much uh, Omicron just blows through people's vaccines and boosters if it does, you know, right. Really, really badly. Oh, yeah. God. It's so crazy not to know like a week in, in advance. Is it safe to go to a city? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it's, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I mostly, I just have, I have bell house and then I have Royal Oak and then I have Madison, but February I have Portland helium, uh, Denver comedy works and then Vancouver with Maria. So oh, cool. yeah, you're out. You're well, yeah. Uh, hopefully all these gigs stick. Oh, I mean, and, and in Denver, you know, I'm famous in Denver. This is an interesting, it's it's something that surprises and shocks me every time uh, I am at a coffee shop, I say something and they're like, are you a comic? No, Yeah. Like they freaking recognize my voice. That's right. Um, And comparably they say things like, I didn't think you'd look like that. Ah. So I was like, fair enough, fair enough. And, (laughs) um, but the, uh, um, so they're having me back and, um, but next week or starting this starting tomorrow when this airs. Yeah. Um, I am doing on the hour introducing other people's um, Christmas bits on a local Denver radio station. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, I recorded like I, I had to pick two dozen. That's why I I asked people if uh, the, anybody had any. Um, yeah. in the chat, if they had Christmas, yeah, if they had Christmas yeah. jokes. Uh, so I just recorded like an hour of introductions and they, they're going to they're going to do it for a bunch awesome. of. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I have four chunks in my current set that are from the album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the I, rest of it's new. The rest of it was, isn't on the album. Yeah. Uh, I, is it on any like, album? No. Nice. How much I, are those four chunks? Does that mean that you have like 12 to 15 minutes that's from the album and then the other half so. hour? Yeah. To 40 um, minutes is... That's I think so, outstanding. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I, I realized, like, it's still not structured right, you know? And, and the other thing was, like, so, you know, do I, you know, sometimes you like, you, you, you do a topic and they're like, right, I'm done with that topic. But, you know, I'm a mom. Am I done being a mom? No. But no. I'm done being the mom of a, a, th- a five year old and a seven year old in my act, right? Now right, I'm the right. mom of, and I don't have a ton of jokes about that yet, but that's something I need to, to populate, but you mm-hmm. know, that's a little area in my act. I need to populate because it makes me relatable to the audience and buys me credit because I'm about to do jokes that make me unrelatable. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have, need to, it's yeah. that dance. I remember when you liked me when I had a teenage son. All right, now here's some here's some nine eleven jokes. So please bear with me. It's Winter has this joke that comes from this weird thing that happened at her job, leads into something that's super not personal at all, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's just about it's just a and it's it's literally it's one of those you know the, they could be used for good or ill, and she uses it for good uh, uh, when uh, there's the list thing. Uh-huh. Where you'll where, where you'll do many samples and they'll, right, they'll, right, they'll right. be kind of that. And then she didn't have a button on it. And I got to witness her write a button. I got to write a, a closure. She just brought it back to something personal, right? Oh, cool. Because that's I mean, that that's that's your best bet when you're writing something. Because it totally. can weed off into something sociopolitical or like into the weird zeitgeist of the world. Yeah. Bring it back to what was it like in eighth grade? you know what happened when you were 12 and yeah 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 I um yeah there's this okay so I was working on a bit that was a little like focused on critical race theory which and it didn't fit in with anything else I'm doing you know but I'm like I'm listening to the 1619 project I'm like god I gotta I gotta talk um but then I it's just been on my brain. Like, how, how am I going to do this? You know, without sounding like I'm trying to give a Ted talk or do a daily right. show correspondent, you know, uh, right. It, there has to be punchlines. That's all. And yeah. it has to be, it has to be, uh, something people want to hear from me in a nightclub. Like, okay. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're in nightclubs. We're, um, we're, we're not in theaters and it's not like I'm doing an hour long show on a topic. It, this has got to come between this chunk of dick jokes and that chunk of dick jokes. And so it has to be seamless, even yeah. though it's, you know, whether it's about my mother's death or whatever, it's a se- kind of a serious thing. So I don't know. Then I, I kind of wrote something else that kind of hits it, comes around the corner and gets it a little bit. But there without, you go. Without 
God dang it, Charmy's insane. Without uh, whatever, we'll see. I'm not, I don't want to even right. go all solved now because it, it isn't. But I was like, no. all right, more like if, me. And what I was trying to do was a little too on the nose. Right. And if you come in from a place of just some so, some sort of personality, you know, issue or yeah. something that you personally experienced, that's yeah. gonna. And then you could talk about anything you want because you yeah. live in the world. Yeah. And you're like, this is how I and Grant Charmy loves you so much. Stop it. All right. Is this distracting? <laughs> the sun. Here comes the sun is very distracting. But it's okay. um I have uh, my first joke about my mother-in-law. Well, actually, that's not true. I I don't think the other one was a joke about my other mother-in-law. When I the, when I first met Andy's moms, and Andy yeah. has two mommies. Yeah. And um Fran said the funniest thing in the world, but it wasn't. It was just, I asked her what she did for a living. And she said that she worked uh, a forklift at a cheese factory. And I laughed and laughed. And I said, (laughs) please say that again. And she said, why is that funny? And I said, it's a little on the nose. It's a little bit of a caricature, Fran. And, um, but so I have a new joke about my mother-in-law, Andy's mom. Yeah. And I also have, I also have this, uh, that weird bit that I'm trying to do about suicide. And I see like Maria's done a couple of bits about suicide. And I see why in the middle of it, you feel like doing a tiny PSA (laughs) because people (laughs) tighten up. They get all, they're just like, Oh shit. And, uh, and and you, I don't want to, you know, Maria used to do that joke about how uh, suicide, you should stay alive just for spite. Yeah. 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 So uh, oh, so those yeah. are my, th- so I only have, I have about, I don't know, seven or 10 minutes worth of, well, the gun thing is probably six minutes long, but it's should be three and a half. So, I yeah, mean, it's, yes, it's, it's, um, you know, like you and I were standups. We're not like coming up with a themed show that we're going to do at the end of the year at the festival circuit, like, which I think is really cool that the UK comics do, you know. But uh, so we're just adding to our nightclub act. So it's, right. it's so I don't know. It's weird. Like, I'm like, am I is this the same structure as the album I just did? But just different. I'm swapping out different jokes with, you know, here's when I talk about being a mom. Here's when I talk about men. Here's when I talk about this, that, that, that thing. And um, it might be. But maybe, you know, within maybe that's the best I can do in terms of being hype. I'm trying to ah, fuck. <laughs> the wrestling match with uh-huh. your with your with your your idol but um but uh but it's um putting together like a the the outline of what would be a headlining set for like the next year it's it it, it feels like it might just be following the similar but you know what if i'm comfortable on that outline and i'm just plugging in different jokes that are they're still interesting to me they're okay, different jokes Guess yeah. what? It's my style. That's my right. style. This is my fifth album. If you listen to all of my albums, there's going to be a chunk about family. There's going to be a chunk about sex. There's <laughs> right. going to be a chunk about everything, right? It's going to yeah. be the same five, five or six topics. And I, then they don't 56. get mad at fans for sounding the same from record to record. That's Why are true. we special? Yeah. 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 Right. Why? Yeah. Because we're obsessed and we're supposed to be some sort of fucking unicorn and a different color unicorn every time. But if you think about it, unicorns, 
They all have that one horn. <laughs> they look the same. They look the same every time you see a, a non-existent it's unicorn. True. Same rainbow colors. Plus, I mean, you you are always still interested in the same things. You're always trying to piece together the same things, you know? It's just uh, at, at different stages of your life, you're going to look at it from a different angle, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and now this is, I just, I don't even know. I don't think this is my... Okay. So, you know, how everybody's moving, right? That you've, you've told me for months that everybody's moving out of LA. They're going to Austin. They're going to Nashville. They're going to whatever. Right. I don't think I'm the only one saying that I might've brought it up once or twice. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, I just found out that someone I care about the rest of these people, fuck off, leave. Uh, I don't want to have coffee with you. Uh, but I want to have coffee with this person. And they are moving. And uh, oh yeah, they and, had mentioned that to me as a possibility, right? And so supposedly in February, and I was like, well, that's fine. Go and you know wherever wherever that person goes, they're hilarious. There's yeah. going to be work. It's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but I just spent, you know, I have. I was talking to Andy today because. I know people who are conspiracy theorists, right? right? And I was like, why don't you know anybody? Why aren't any of your friends off the deep end? <laughs> and people that you have worked with for 30 years that you used to, that guy used to, that guy used to be a comic. Now he's a fucking nutbag. And right. you're just like, he wasn't a great comic, but he was an okay comic, right? Yeah. Right. He did his job. He worked the road that this is a different person that I'm talking about now. Right. Oh, I know. But it's like at least three different guys I've just pictured right now that you. Right. Yeah. Right. And and it's uh, I got good news from one of my nephews when we went out to dinner the other night. They're not listening to this nutbag on the on the on the podcast circuit anymore because he said he kind of went off the deep end. And I was like, yeah, oh, several really? years ago. And he said, yeah, but I'm still uh, listening to these guys. And, um, and I was like, well, those oh. guys yeah, have fine. their heads up their asses. Well, well but less fine. so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. they're much okay. less. I actually haven't listened to those guys, but uh, I guess I should just so I'm up to date. No, on what I'm not giving you homework, please. Just <laughs> take my word for it. They're, they're better than they're, but the weird, I mean, everybody's always like, well, there's all these. And so Andy said the greatest thing he said, none of my friends are conspiracy theorists because two reasons, most of them are scientists and nerds. And the other half have read so much science fiction that they're not surprised that there has been an abuse of power using chips like using like the theory like all the 5g right. and the and the telephone poles yeah. and, and whatever those things are that's all been in sci-fi speculative fiction for a hundred years already i mean right. and it's not like you know you're just like well it's just this they're trying to control you and i was like i don't know when you thought feudalism went away but it never <laughs> did when it's just been a lateral move and all the sci-fi I read is just technological feudalism. I'm like, you know, how everybody says they're going to put chips in us and then they're going to be able to track us. And I said, yeah, but you have your phone. And my friend, goes, my friend goes, yeah, but you don't have to have a phone. And I said, have you tried putting it down? Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Says, we don't. Yeah. It's with us at all times. Yeah. And, so, and I, I, 
you know, I saw that article. Uh, it's like a Swedish app where you can inject a chip in yourself with your vaccine status, which um, I could see a bunch of Swedes doing it because they're fucking. <laughs> It's not, it would never be mandatory. And I don't see a lot of people doing that. I just right. And they're, they're having a hard time getting chips to put in new cars, <laughs> which is something that Carmen all, Morales pointed out to me. It made me laugh really hard. They're all uh, on a ship outside uh, in Long Beach, right next to the Laugh Factory. Uh, Elon Musk is is sending irreplaceable, very rare minerals into goddamn space that we're never going to see again, right? So, um, well, I can't find it. I don't want to mention him or Joe. Oh, Um, I I keep calling him Munchkin. Anyway, so um, because I can't remember how his name is pronounced, but I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so uh. Just tracking COVID via comedians' uh, tweets. That's uh, basically how I'm dealing with this pandemic. And uh, it seems like some LA comics are, ha- are it's coming out here. Um, people have it. People that have been vaxxed have it. And um, yeah, it's uh, pretty nerve wracking. I don't know who in New York has it. I just know people keep saying everybody has it. You guys are on a secret chat. No one's listening to me. No, you were making a valid point, so I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> it was respectful silence. All right. <laughs> you am I throwing it to the break? Oh. Let's throw it to the break. Let or let's just sit here in silence. Um, I will say that the people that I know that uh oh wait, let's throw it to the break. This week on Maximum Fun's pro wrestling podcast, Tights and Fights, Austin Creed, best known as WWE's Xavier Woods, tells us why his fans find him so easy to love. So I, I think it's less me being good at it and more people wanting to be a part of something. And it's very easy to be a part of these things because I sc- constantly am screaming about what I'm interested in. Austin Creed on the perfect wrestling podcast, Tights and Fights. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And then let's do comic of the week. Oh, our comic of the week is uh, an Christy. Aust- Christy? Australian yep. gal, uh, yep. Kirsty Wiebeck. Um, Kirsty, that's right, Kirsty Wiebeck. Kirsty, K I R S T Y W E B E C K. She's super funny. Um, yeah, we were following each other on Twitter maybe like six months or a year ago, and. She just makes me laugh a lot. And um, did you, she had a gala. Yeah, I watched her gala. Somebody told her she looked like Seth Rogen. And it's (laughs) such a comic response where she's like, I see what you see. And you're like, that. I I don't care if you see what what that guy said to you. He shouldn't have said it. No one should say it. No one should say it to fucking Seth Rogen. Uh, It's uh, even that far. He's a goody looking dude, and uh, he's freaking hilarious. But um, yeah. Well, why we talk? But she was super funny. She's super funny. I love that set. Yeah, she's really funny, and uh, I think her. Facebook and Instagram were hacked and Meta won't give it back to her. So she had to restart both, um, both accounts. So uh, follow her on Instagram, Uh, but she's, she's really funny. And uh, you know, we got to, we got to cast a wide net and get international sometimes Jackie. Right, right. Yeah. Let's let's mix it up. Let uh, maybe we'll get some listeners in Australia and then we can go to Australia and do a live show. And what about, um, but I think she's just 
uh, Kirsty Weebeck on Twitter, isn't she? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's KR, it'll be in the notes. K-R-R-S-T-Y-W-E-B-E-C-K. Yay. And now we're back. People with COVID for the win. Um, Right. Yeah. I don't want to get it. I don't either. There's this uh, writer named Karen uh, Atia or Atia, A-T-T-I-A-H. Um, she's like a, she writes, she's a journalist, but she writes op-eds for the Washington Post, I think. And um, she was, uh, she was po- like, I followed her before and she was posting, uh, she was like training for uh, Muay Thai, which is a kind of MMA. And she had okay. just fought like a championship fight. Like she's fucking ripped. And the next week she tested positive for COVID and she's like, she, you know, every once in a while she gives updates on it. And she's like, even a month out, she, uh, she said, uh, you know, she gets winded just doing tiny things. And, uh, uh, she, you know, was in great shape a month ago because of this fight. And now she can barely do anything, even though she's no longer contagious. So she's having, you know, a bit of long COVID, that hopefully well, it's just up. taking a very long it's taking a long time i think they all take a long time to get to get to over get whether yeah you know it, and and if it manifests itself i mean obviously there's people who don't get over it at all and those right. are the unvaccinated and so but the um but yeah i have three friends who had it last month breakthrough uh, yeah not comics though musicians wow. i'm seeing other art forms i'm so sorry. oh <laughs> and uh, <laughs> i'm casting a wide net sure. and uh but a friend of mine went to london and um and she got it in london and wow. then we have a couple of other musical friend, acting friends in london and she didn't give it to them <laughs> but the three more people over there got it uh, two that i knew pretty well yeah. and and then you know Oh, somebody on the chat got it, has it. And oh, oh, she does, huh? That's yeah, a- yeah. And so she has to rent a car and drive from off the road back to drive home. Uh, and, I, and she said it, it's not it's not horrible because she's boosted and everything, but it's not great. And she's not psyched and she's stressed and scared about it. And um, you know, it's yeah. just everything. I'm just I I I was in a good place about five or six weeks ago. Yes. Where I was I was pretty not fatalistic, but I was at least I, I was willing to like just live each day and not and know that I don't have a lot of power over this, right? Right. And for some reason in the last four or five days, I've I've been, you know, thinking, well. Well, now what's going to happen and future tripping and thinking, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And you're just like, nothing, nothing, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You certainly can't do anything about it. All you can do is try to, you know, do your part and try to help somebody in front of you do the thing, you know, just try to not be a fucking monster and, uh, you know, just live a decent life. And, but it's been really hard to find it back to that sort of piece of that sort of not fatalism, but fatalism, I guess, or just acceptance. Yeah. I mean, we both had our albums come out and there was some, it just felt like, Oh, there, now there's some momentum because they did pretty well. You know, bookings were coming in. It's like, Oh, okay. This, this might be doable for a little while at least. And now, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Well, Everyone should definitely listen 
I'll be on the hour on 103.7, I think, in Denver. Uh, it's not on the hour. It's on like it's, it's like somewhere between the the 12 and 28 minutes of every hour. Okay. I, I, they will be doing a joke. It's called Comedy Now. All right. Have you heard of Comedy Now? I haven't, no. Well, now you have. <laughs> well, when you bring up the city of Denver, of course, I get bitter inside. So I can't even hear what you're saying. I can't wait till you do the comedy works. And because <laughs> I, you know, I talk you up every time I go, but you thought that green room was amazing. You yeah. got to see what is the only condo left to the industry. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. You'll lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh <laughs> So I, so I got, oh, I had a 5.30 flight this morning or I had to be, I would be picked up at 5.30, uh, got no sleep, slept like two hours, of course. And, uh, so, and then was just like in the shrimp formation on American airlines for many hours today. And so I'm wiped out. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't have, I don't have any spots exactly lined up, but I'm going to, you know, try to get a few, Mm -hmm. um, this week just so I don't completely, forget how to do comedy, which is always my fear that, um, if I, if I'm off stage for two days, <laughs> right. I, you don't do stand up anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Where, what do you guys, so you, are you going to be in town for Christmas day? You haven't figured out yet. Yeah. If you're going to stick, stick moment, it out. We, my son and I were going to leave on Christmas night and go to New York. That's and right. Do stuff. But I don't know. Yeah, we're driving up to Andy's mom's on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then we're going to San Francisco for the weekend to nice. see his oh, cousins. Yeah. yeah, with his mom, and we're going to stay at another fancy hotel. Yeah, uh, that is where Christmas is uh, going to be all over the place, and it's going to be super fun. Merry Christmas! And um, so I don't know what kind of sets I've got, but I know like we had I had to get up at four thirty this morning. Because oh, my my flight as well, because I had to return the rental car. Oh, and, right. And and fill the get fill the tank, return the rental car, and then check in. And then we flew to Salt Lake City, and then Salt Lake City we changed again and flew to Burbank, and we landed at about one. Did you land? Well, we landed at twelve thirty. What I think you landed I got, at I one. Got in at twelve oh four. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Uh, that is crazy. They did lose my bag, but they, uh, American, you can track it. Like they found it. They've just put on a later flight from down. They didn't lose it. They just didn't get it on a flight. Right. So, uh, they're going to drop it by, but I, I do like Americans, um, uh, app, you know, it's very helpful about, you know, where everything is and, uh, you know, Delta, Delta has that as well. Here's what I did. I got off the plane. She had made a big announcement. She's like, make sure you check around you. Like she always does the, mm-hmm. the flight attendant, whoever yeah. they are, they always say, Check around you, make sure you get all your stuff. So I grab all my stuff. I put it all in the bag. Uh, yeah. The flight attendant says, remember, you can't get back on the, pl- on the plane. If you get off the plane, uh, don't forget anything. I walk out. I walk down the ramp because it's Burbank. And then you're outside. And then yeah. you're inside. Yeah. Once I go inside, I'm like, why can't I see anything? I left my glasses. Oh, in, no. In my seat back. And so. You're- Jackie, you're not blind enough. I, I wouldn't be able to even find my seatbelt without my glasses. I am so, I was like, I can read without my glasses, but I cannot see any distance 
without my glasses. So it was really weird that yeah. I, for some reason, did not have my glasses. So then it took, uh-huh. so it took like 15 minutes to get, um, it's a great story. Well, we were walking story. around Burbank. That's so weird. Right we, this, right. again, but we didn't run into each other. Where did you, what, what, uh, what, what terminal were you in? I was terminal one, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> I guess American and uh, JetBlue share a, mi- a miles program or something. So, oh, that's American- great for you. That's yeah, that'll be good. Um, that might you know, be the I answer. You guys love Delta, you and Maria. But you know what? We uh, maybe I'll just be an American girl. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Let's take a second break. All right. Well, Manolo, we have a show to promote. It's called Dr. Game Show. It's a family-friendly podcast where listeners submit games and we play them with callers from around the world. Oh, sounds good. New episodes uh, happen every other Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. It's a, it's a fast and loose oasis of absurd innocence and naivete. And Are you writing a poem? No, and just saying things from my memory. And uh, it's a nice break from reality. <laughs> Is that, are we allowed to say that? I don't know. It sounds bad. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. It does not. <laughs> Come for the games and stay for the chaos. You know that I'm always the one to say, let's take a break. I feel like the, you know, like the, the parent that has to be the bad guy. You, you're familiar with this. Jack, uh, <laughs> I, for one hour a day, I take off parenting. Or one hour a week. <laughs> and, uh, I, like, I think you would be a better mother than I am. So uh, go for oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I did childcare for so long. I almost, there was a kid, I, I walked past a kid at the airport uh, going to Milwaukee and you know, the rollerboard things, the, 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 the shaft that comes up that you put and, and it's, and it's a handle and you pull it right on, on your luggage, the thing oh, yeah, that you yeah. pull up to pull. Yes. So a boy about six or seven years old has got that, that hand, the handle thing. So those two bars, he's pressing, he's sitting on the luggage and pressing those two handles on his little sister's head. And she's about three, two and a half, three. And she's like, stop it, stop it. And he's like, just hang on. And I almost just turned around and was like, knock it off. Uh, Cause, uh, but their mom didn't have a mask on. So I was like, oh no, those kids are. <laughs> sure. Uh, I made yeah. an executive decision. I was like, nah, <laughs> it'll be fine. The and, kids, of uh, course, both had their masks on and didn't care. Are you, oh, no, they don't. My son's fine with it. Um, are you uh, working on New Year's Eve? Or you're not, right? I'm not. I got offered a New Year's Eve. Yeah. It and comes- I never said no without a number. It was, uh, it was, and uh, it was that. Okay. Uh, and talk about wanting twelve thousand dollars plus a town car is yeah. what I as what I asked for was sure. uh, was that for the night, yeah. which isn't unreasonable, quite honestly. No, right? And uh, they did not respond. Really? Mm-hmm. They didn't even counter. Mm-mm. Were they just going to give you a set for fifty dollars or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that feels bitterly like they might be interested. <laughs> That's exactly what they were going to do. Wow! They're like, she wants, she's, she, she likes a hundred bucks. Who doesn't like a hundred bucks? And I'm like, 
first of all, to get me to get in a car on right. New Year's Eve when is crawling with, uh, you know, the accidental alcoholic. Oh, you would have uh, should have gotten a hotel so you wouldn't have to drive home that night, of course. Right. Right. That's what I want to do is spend New Year's Eve in Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> well uh yeah are you gonna do the um vision board with ron funches again yeah is that on are new you year's- gonna do it's new year's well, day but it's daytime oh are you I, gonna be wait is it new year's no it's new year's eve new year's eve i i mean i'll be in burlington so oh, right you'll be yeah you might zoom it i might log on sure yeah. i don't well he he said i think i'm i think it's live yeah, I don't know if it's on Zoom. Is it on Zoom? A Twitch. I think it's on Twitch. That's Are what you, it was. Well, I know, but we but last year we weren't. I, I'm saying if it if I'm not working at the exact time because he's I'll be on the east on East Coast time, I could you know log in on Twitch and watch for a little bit or something. Well, did he ask you to do it with? No, no, no. Just to watch as a viewer. Oh, yeah. I want you to do a vision board. Well, like I got a, um, you know, Were you like inspired a, by it. I got a cork board, but I guess I have to put stuff on it too. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm looking at, I'm thinking about re envisioning it and trying to make it happen. So what, what happens on New Year's Eve usually is we go over to our friend's house and play board games. Oh, fun! I mean, not the last two years. Yeah, uh, but uh, wait, actually, uh, not the last year. Right. Um, but I think this year we're going to do it. And then New Year's Day, uh, Andy has some sort of Mississippi thing that we've always done, which is um, cornbread and black eyed peas and, mm-hmm. and uh, so, some sort of Southern thing. Yeah. And um, and that's always delicious. And but I don't know. New Year's Eve, I've been invited to a party, which Ugh. I'm not good. No, I was. And I, and I told the guy no. it's a comic party, too. No, 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 no. I was like, I could probably come for an hour. And he's like, once you get here, you'll have fun. And I was like, no, I like you. I don't want to hang out with maybe 30 people. I might like them all individually. Not a chance in a, where we're standing. That's a COVID petri dish you're talking about right there. Well, there's that. There is that. We keep, I forget. (laughs) You know, like there's there's actually a really good reason not to go to a party. And it's not that you don't want to be at a party. Right. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I also don't want to be at a party. I'm also not yeah. great at parties. When I when I drank, I was great at parties. I'd wake up under a pile of fucking coats. Wow. You know, doesn't ever meet that, Jackie. That would be nice. <laughs> That would be such a nightmare. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, how, where, how's, how's things yeah. going over there, Kyle? We got about seven minutes left. Oh, All right. I wish, uh, oh, I could tell you this exciting thing, even though I'm loath to do it because they aren't on the website yet, but I have them and they are hard copies. Oh, hey. Ooh, hard copies of the DVD came cool. yesterday and then that's the album. Oh, I like so, the album has blue masks and the DVD has purple masks. That, yep. that cool. Yeah, 800 Pound Gorilla was like, can you, can we do something besides just put the word DVD on it? And I said, sure. And um, and so we used so that. So how much did it cost you? Too much, I think. I think because okay. they're supposed to be, I remember when I was, I would buy them in lots of a thousand and they were about 
a buck fifty, two fifty a piece max. Yeah. Right, and right. I think these were a little bit more because I only got a couple hundred. Because I don't think That's that anybody, I don't know who's going to. I don't know either. I mean. Uh, I think they're yeah. five bucks each, which, you know, you know. Uh, WGA Twitter is just people complaining that they're getting DVDs of screeners because <laughs> no one has a DVD player anymore. You know? Uh, yeah. I wish, yeah, I wish I was getting screeners. I had a really good, I had a good SAG year last year. got a bunch of screeners. Did not have a great SAG year this year. So no screeners. So. Why, by the way, why do uh, comedians not get writer's guild credit when they write their specials? Do you know that you don't? You get SAG money, but you don't get any writer's guild money. I would, if I had a special that was uh, written by on a, had I had a written by credit, it was on a streamer, I would, I would really lobby to have writer's guild credit instead of SAG for, you know, whatever, how it ever accounts to my union or. That's however. interesting. That's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds like a spoken giants thing uh, as well. Uh, writing credit for stand-up well you don't get any it's a wga first i i i should find out i should ask them why they don't because the specials say written by and then the comedian everything else written by on it that's on tv the writers get health insurance that year they get uh contributions to their pension if they're vested etc etc oh yeah so it's know. already happening. That's okay. there's all these there's all these carve outs for stand up comedy. Stand up comedy doesn't count. It's not it's not like music. So you don't get paid like a musician. Oh, it's not like writing. So you don't get paid like a writer. It's it's like all these different ways to screw stand up comedians. You know, that is fascinating. And yet, and now I am secondly full of rage. You can't tell because I'm super sleepy. But uh, I am. <laughs> I have rage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Understandable. Uh, I have I have this to say, just in general, I tend to look to see where I'm wrong too many times. This is I'm going to leave you with a philosophical where I if if things get in a situation, there's always, I think, a better way that I not always like I, I don't lose my temper that often. Um, probably, you know, a handful of times in the last 20 odd years. Right. Mm-hmm. Years. And um, and when I've lost my 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 temper it's not always been great and but i don't think that i was um i think that there might have been a better way to deal with it like the pushing the old man thing and um Mm -hmm. oh yeah and other you know other situations where there's a better way to deal with that right the time i used mace and um there but these are not um but in but i i think i was acting out of fear and I don't think I was wrong to react. I think that there was just you, a better way to react. Are you talking about the thing you texted me about? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I'm just like, no, I can't. I oh. don't think so. <laughs> and thrilling for the listener. It's super cryptic. <laughs> if I if I say that I put it in the chat, is that more make it more interesting? Anyway, I'm just I'm be, there's just there's I just somebody is 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 claiming something that the whole interaction was about a second and a half, less than two seconds. Yeah. And they're, and they're claiming emotional damage and all these things. And I was like, I got some real emotional damage. And, um, and there right. was, you know, and there's, you know, and whatever, anything, if I, if I yell something, I'm not psyched. 
Like I don't, I, I've never gone to yelling racial slurs, but mm-hmm. I have yelled super mean things, mm-hmm. right? I've yelled, mm-hmm. when did you stop fucking your kids? This type of thing, right? You know, it's just like, that's not okay. Yeah, I let it slide off my shoulder. I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, nobody should trust you around kids. You know, I mean, I like the, it's, it's usually some horrible like sex thing that I just yeah. imply that they're a monster. or and um and so there's better ways to deal with these things but but if if i if i if i'm being threatened if i'm being menaced and literally i was being threatened i me trying to get out of that situation is going to be how i'm going to get out of that situation are you talking about it you're talking about an offstage interaction versus an onstage interaction maybe sure and i'll say on stage I am not Don Rickles. I mean, if you come to a show hoping to have your balls busted, do not come to my show. Because I am not, that is not my gig. I have written jokes. I'm going to tell them for 56 Mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. And then we're all going to, I'm going to try to sell you some merch. And and that's going to be the whole thing. But it's, but if you come either hoping to ruin the show for your entertainment or hoping to get your balls busted, for your entertainment. Those are two different. That's, that's, and I do my time because I have to do my time to get paid. Cause I, I look back on shows like that where I just powered through yeah. and we, and we have that thing. And I know we're probably over now, but I mean, I have that thing where I want to be the comic that can play any room, right? You have, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, have that, right. Yeah. But I have recently decided I don't want to be that comic anymore. If I am not, if, if, if the room is, is not there to have me do stand-up comedy and, and my stand-up comedy, the stand-up comedy where I, I, I don't want to also have to be the bouncer and the security yeah. and, and, and your therapist. I don't want to be all of that. What I want to do is I want to do stand-up comedy and I'm willing, I would get a fucking day job versus do another thing like that. <laughs> right. Because I, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to ever be responsible for for a chunk of the audience not getting that I'm yeah. being harassed. And so I can't right. do my job. And so then they walk and they're mad at me. How about I walk and they're mad at me before it begins? And then the club removes the problemed individuals. And then maybe I dig myself out of that hole. Sure. I believe that longtime and careful listeners can figure out what situation you are alluding to right now. Yes. Please go back through the previous 400 episodes you <laughs> with a comb. Anyway, so I, yeah, but that's where I'm at. And um, okay. my voice has gotten scratchy. So I think I'm going to take a bath and go to sleep for a second. Yes. What a mm. night. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.